What's going on, guys? Just a quick little disclaimer with this video. At the time we recorded this was on Thursday, a day before the Deshaun Watson trade. So excuse us if we think that the two teams involved in it is New Orleans and Atlanta. As you guys know, Friday, the news dropped. Deshaun Watson officially went to Cleveland. We re-recorded that whole segment for you guys. It's more deeper into the podcast. It's about... 30, 30-ish minutes into the pod. So if you guys want to skip to that part, go ahead, look in the timestamps in the description. But just a little quick FYI for you guys, just so you guys are not confused. Hope you guys enjoy the episode. Peace. Yo, 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 what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Max and Juan cast, NFL free agency part two. And goddamn, things have fucking changed. Max, how you doing? What, Juan? What? How you doing tonight? I'm not doing as good as you. I'll put it like that, bro. (laughs) I'm doing good. Dog, I remember you in part one talking all that shit. Y'all responded. What happened? I told Y'all responded. You. I did not tell you though. Give us a couple days at least. God damn. Bro, you ain't expecting this bullshit. You know it. <laughs> Look, man, as you guys can see, I'm fucking hyped up as fuck. All right. Welcome to the channel. If you guys are new to the channel, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Turn on post notifications for every time we drop videos like this. You'll be notified. Apple Podcasts, Spotify listeners, follow us on there. Subscribe on there. Five-star rate us. All that good stuff. Let's just get right into it, man. Let me get the overlays on. Got this nice overlay of all the players that have got signed since the last time we talked. A lot of players have got signed. But, of course, we're going to talk about the big ones. And there's no other way to fucking start rather than the biggest one of them all and i just want to start off this segment with this video because this this just explains the way how i feel right now and how i felt in the moment shout out to my boy pookie what the fuck did i tell y'all man i told y'all we was getting Devontae. nobody wanted to motherfucking listen let's fucking go man uh me and my niggas trying to get it you bitch Raider Nation, stand the fuck up. It has fucking happened, bro. The Raiders have officially traded for Devontae Adams. The deal, trade details. Raiders give up a first-round draft pick in the 2022 draft. That is this year. And a second-round pick in this year's draft. That's it. That's all they had to give up. Plus, they made this man the fucking most, the highest paid wide receiver in NFL five history. Five for 140 
or something. Five for 140, 41, I believe. I have it on the screen, but it's hard to see. But yeah, um, I mean, 28, 28 mil a, a year. So where do you want to start one? Like, do you want to start about like who won the trade? Like, okay, so like, where do you want to start? I don't know where to start. I'm shocked. I'm fucking shocked, man. Are you I, mad I, about what you gave up? Not at all. I, not at all. Um, For everyone out there who's thinking, wow, that's such a steal. It is in a sense, but it's also like if he had a contract, it would be maybe another first and another pick. But the Raiders had to pay him the money. They basically said, hey, we want this guy. We don't want him to get to the open market because we don't know what will happen. And the Packers were like, he's not going to play here next year. And you know, I heard one. He turned down more money in Green Bay because his lifelong dream was to be a Raider. And you could go, you can go like a myriad of ways, right? You could say, oh, Aaron Rodgers wore out as welcome. I doubt it's Rodgers' fault he's leaving. Rodgers took money and wanted him to get paid too. Maybe it's just a lifestyle thing. You know, there's no comparison to living in a big city like Las Vegas compared to Green Bay. No shots. It's just a reality. I think the writing on the wall, Max, and everyone kind of swept it under the rug because it's not the first time an athlete buys a home. It's kind of like the remember when KG was a free agent and he bought a home in L.A. before he Mm -hmm. signed with the Celtics. Devontae Adams, a couple weeks ago, it was reported he bought a home in Las Vegas. I said, hey, he's an athlete. I mean, hey, who doesn't want a house in Las Vegas? It was kind of writing on the wall in a sense where Devontae – from the reports that I was hearing, his plan all along was to go to Vegas, to go with the Raiders. And it was really only one team that was on his table. And the Packers were in a tough situation. The Packers wanted to keep him. But honestly, it sounded like the Raiders had him out of balls. Because the longer that they waited, the Raiders would have just outbid him, in a sense. And... I mean, essentially, a first round pick and a second round pick. I, I think it was, it was worth it. As it's not even said, a high pick. It's like the twenty fifth I mean, pick in the draft. Look, the the positives. Okay, I'll tell you all the positives, and then we'll go over some of the negatives. Some some of the concerns. Positive number one. This is literally the best type of receiver for Derek Carr. You've seen it kind of with Michael Crabtree when Michael Crabtree came here. That possession receiver, that guy that can have those back shoulder throws, those jump up ball situations, like a guy that can run routes so beautifully, that's Devontae Adams. You got the college connection there. They had fucking, they had they had receiving games sometimes for Devontae and Fresno State for like 244 yards. Like these guys have a connection. Not to mention the fact not only were they good on the field, they're fucking like best friends off the field. They're, you know, they've been close as friends. Number two positive. A first and a second. You can you can argue you're not going to get something better than Devontae Adams at the number two, uh, at number 22 <laughs> overall pick in the draft. You're not. Correct. I don't care yeah. how, I don't care how fucking good the the receiving core is in this year's draft another one i would say the raiders had to do this they had to make big moves you were saying it max 
you were calling. I know you were kind of, you know, you weren't saying it to the fact of like, you knew you knew it was already over, but you're just like, damn, like they got to make a move because the Chargers, JC Jackson, all those big time moves with Khalil Mack. You've seen the Chiefs sign Justin Reed. You got Denver with the Russell Wilson trade. The Raiders had to make some swings and it took some time. It didn't happen day one of the dra- uh, of the free agency, but they came out and they th- it's a big sign of number one. Cars the quarterback going going forward. Exactly what I was gonna say, bro. It just solidifies the Raiders' belief in Carr. Yeah, and we'll be interested to see what deal Derek Carr takes. I think, and I you said it too. I believe he's gonna take a team friendly deal, just in the sense so. where thirty five million dollars might seem like an outrageous number for Derek Carr, but that's a friendly deal for a team. You yeah. sometimes get stuck paying these quarterbacks forty five million dollars, and Derek Carr. Let's be real one. The Raiders haven't been the best franchise towards him, especially when it comes to letting people question his job security and question, is he the guy? Yeah. So I think it's entrenched with the with his play of this year or this past season, I should say. He's the guy moving forward. Josh McDaniels is bought into Derek Carr. He got Devontae Adams. You pair him with Hunter Renfro. What did Josh McDaniels have won in New England for so many years? Edelman, Wes Welker. Little jitterbug white guys who get open under the Wrong. underneath. Aaron Hernandez, RIP. Yeah. But. No, I'm just saying he's got this. Yeah. He's got the um, slot guy, Hunter Renfro. He has that a little bit in Devontae. Devontae can play outside, and he's not going to be the guy who ever threatens a team with the speed. But he's going to work the intermediary, get open, yeah. and he's got Darren Waller, his babe, his his version of Gronk. And the look, a lot of coming together. No, it really is, and. I said all along with Josh McDaniels, I was whatsoever. I was not scared of the scheme. I was not scared of, oh, my God, can this guy scheme up plays and be a good offensive coordinator for us? I'm not worried about that. It's all the other stuff. It's all about, you know, communicating with players, handling business, all that off the field kind of stuff on the field schematics. I'm sorry, before Sean McVay and Kyle fucking Shanahan, Josh McDaniels has been the best offensive coordinator. I don't care what anyone says. The Patriots for years, it got covered up by number one, Tom Brady, and number two, Bill Belichick. Those guys got the majority of the credit, but Josh McDaniels has always been there, and he's a real respectable dude. So, I mean, I'm excited for the offense, man. It's it's really pick your poison. And the fact that the Raiders didn't have to give up a a player, I was I was ecstatic, dude. I thought we were going to have to give up a player at first from the first couple of reports. They were like, it's going to be some picks and a player. But it wound up being just the two picks. Well, you can go back to the Devontae, uh, excuse me, the DeAndre Hopkins trade one. It wasn't even that much. It was a second and a third. And I get the Texans were just a shit organization and Bill O'Brien sold the sold the farm for nothing. No. But when these receivers require a huge salary, and that is one negative to me. I don't love the contract you gave him. He's a 29-year-old receiver. But you could say, hey, he's never going to be the guy. You don't have to worry about him losing his wheels because it's not like he had wheels to start with. I was just so going to say his, that. He should age gracefully as a right. route runner, as a guy who just gets open. But I don't love giving that much money. But then again, if Carr takes a team-friendly deal, it kind of offsets. And you were saying Max Crosby took a team-friendly deal. So that kind of offsets. If if Max Crosby's like, hey, I want 35, 32, hook it up. And I think it's safe to say, Max, 
I think the fucking cap, the cap situation in the NFL is a bunch of fluff. Like it's fucking phony. You see a bunch. Like how the hell are the Saints gonna be able to afford Deshaun Watson, who we'll get into a little bit later? Like teams are just creating caps um, space easily. Yeah, that's it's just a bunch of bullshit. All they're doing well, is just pushing the money, pushing the money, pushing the money. Just you know, people like to use the the saying of like they just they're just kicking the can down the down the the alleyway. Like yeah, that's all they're doing. Also, too, one it's like imagine you're in your room and your mom's like, "Hey, clean it up." Instead of like cleaning it up, you throw it all in the closet, and at some right. point, you're gonna have to open that shit, and you're like, "Uh oh, there's all the deals we made." But teams are getting aggressive, and there's no division who's went all in more than the AFC West. The Raiders got into it today. We could rat, we could throw in the Chandler Jones site uh, signing. It was yesterday. They got an edge rusher to go with Crosby. He's an upgrade from Yannick. They trade Yannick. They get a cornerback, a big right, physical corner who can kind of play man. Sounds like the Patriots. The Raiders making moves, man. And they started with Devontae. He's the domino. And we're going to see where they play out. You know, another thing about Devontae, I know everyone's going to compare him to uh, a time where I would say he's not the first Raiders receiver to get picked up like big time. AB? Once upon a time, AB. Once upon <laughs> a time, Randy Moss. Once upon a time, even Amari Cooper. Once upon a time, even Henry Ruggs. I mean, let's be real. That's true. Um, I think the major difference with Devontae Adams, and I wouldn't really throw in Ruggs because Ruggs is a special situation. This is more on the Randy Moss and yeah, and A B situation. I think one of the big reasons why this will work is I think more more than than the play on the field, I think the character, the player that Devontae is, the person, it's it's second to none. Like he has actual character. Like I was imagining today, like Devonte kind of fits that Patriots kind of player. Like just shut up and do your job kind of thing. Like, I'm just gonna kick ass and take names and do my job kind of player. And I, I think that's why I'm, I'm happy with the contract. I'm not worried about it. Um, like you said, he'll age gracefully, you know, kind of like an Anquan Bowden, a Keenan Allen, guys who their game translates late into their career because this game is not based off speed. But I'm excited, dude. Uh, hopefully the the missing piece of all this is Stephon Gilmore. Right now, officially, as we're doing this podcast, they already offered him a contract. I hope he accepts it. I think that will be huge because the Raiders are not done. And I don't think they, the whole AFC West is not done. Um, It's, it's going to be crazy, dude. And Ziggler is fucking killing it, man. Hashtag fuck them picks. All right. <laughs> Zig, Shout I out mean, to Les Sneed. Look, I think, I think it's obvious that like this dude, they're not playing. I don't think this. The thing that gets me is like, do you think John Gruden and Mike Mayock would have pulled this shit off? I don't think so. I really don't. I don't. I don't see them moving like like that. I feel like Ziggler and McDaniel's have a plan. They're sticking to it. 
and it doesn't feel like it's it's like based off just feeling like oh like spurt of the moment it doesn't feel that way it feels like they have a plan like they were signing guys late like guys who who you you're like what the hell like why would you sign him like anthony everett and and um brandon bolden it's like you know they're just getting their guys and i love it i like it i i trust the raiders man and i think Derek carr is gonna trust the raiders and that's why he's gonna take less money it's one thing for a player to do that with taking the less money but you got to be able to trust your organization it's like okay i'm gonna take less money the fuck are you gonna do with it you guys are gonna make big time moves and i think ziggler was like yeah just watch and see we'll get you Devonte adams don't worry take less money let's see what happens you want to be a champion look at tom brady took less money makes a sacrifice for the team it's not a coincidence that tom brady takes less money and his fucking team's almost in the super bowl every other year not a coincidence so i'm excited dude but yeah uh what's your thoughts on the chandler jones real quick and then we'll move on to some of the other signings uh you know how big a fan i am of chandler jones it makes sense patriots guy going to a patriot west team he still has a lot of gas in the tank playing with max crosby it might just propel him where he doesn't always have to be the number one guy on the matchup or just say hey we got to watch chandler jones yeah I, I like it with uh, what Patrick Graham is is doing with the defense, our defensive coordinator. I'm excited, dude. I'm fucking, I'm fucking pumped, bro. It's fucking March, and I already want to watch Raider football, dude. Uh, take it away, Max, wherever you want to go, whatever signing. We'll talk about the Deshaun shit last because our luck with this podcast, by the time it comes out, Deshaun will probably be signed. So we'll talk about all that shit last. Cause it's, Before we it's talk, hard. I'll check to make sure nothing's happened. How's that sound? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully we get breaking news, but I doubt it's going to be this late. It's almost midnight on the, on the West Coast right now is the time that me and Max are recording this. Stop exposing so. us, first of all. Shut up. <laughs> uh, let's, you know what, let's go to Buffalo. It's not very often oh. you're like, damn, Buffalo made a splash. No. But they did. They were like, hey, we want Von Miller. He's still got some gas in the tank. We're going to give him a six-year, $120 million contract, which equals a two-year, $50 million contract, everybody. Let's not overreact. If Von Miller sees all that money, I'll let him tackle me straight up. I'll be very surprised if Von Miller is going to play six more years, especially in Buffalo. <laughs> Please well, don't yeah, play six years. I don't want to be tackled. Please. It's it's not, but I, I love the move. I think the Bills were in the woods like – just waiting. I I thought Vaughn was going to sign with three teams, either the Rams, Cowboys, or Broncos. I thought those were the three. And when I seen that he signed with the Bills, I was like, holy shit. He just fucking filled the need, and I love it. I, I love the approach that they did. Yeah, it's a lot of money, but he, let's be real. He's not going to finish out that contract. Essentially, it's about a three-year contract. You know, it's the same thing with the Chandler Jones shit. When and with all these contracts, they're they're basically about two to three year contracts. Because after that, it's all it's all about the guaranteed money. What? How much guaranteed money is the guy getting? Because other than that, all that other money, bullshit. It's all bullshit. They can just cut and release him. As simple as that. But I I love I love the fit. I love that he's going to Buffalo. 
I think it shows on how much gas he feels like he still has in the tank. I'm excited, man. The AFC West is fucking loaded, man. You don't want to play in the AFC, dog. I'm just telling you that right now. The AFC fucking sucks to be in because it is fucking ridiculous. What, what's your thoughts on Vaughn, bro? No, I just love the move. They needed to address edge rusher. They got Greg Rousseau, who looks like a very promising young guy. But now they have the seasoned vet who can teach him the tricks of the trade and a guy who's still productive, who was a monster in the playoffs for the Rams. I love the move. They should have traded for him last year at the trade deadline. They might have won the Super Bowl if they did. But the Bills get better. They also got better on offense. They signed O.J. Howard, who I think is going to be a serviceable second tight end. The Bills know. It seems like when Denver traded for us, the AFC was already like, damn, this is really going to be hard to win here. It just brought everyone out to say, hey, we need to get better. Let's not be passive. Let's not just sit on our ass and let our team get better. Like I said about the Bucks, and like I said about the Raiders yesterday, if you don't get new talent and you're just the same team from last year, you're not getting better. You're getting worse. Yeah. And, the, and the Buffalo Bills did not allow that to happen. They went out. They made some splashes. I love it. I really love it too, man. Um, let's move on to – let's stay on the edges, man. And this one was weird. This one was really weird. Randy Gregory. Um, he agreed to terms with the Cowboys and at the last minute, well, not at the last minute, but he wanted up changing his mind. The Broncos ended up offering him the same exact deal, the same exact money. And he signed with the Broncos. Broncos got themselves a defensive end. That's pretty good. Um, I love this guy coming out of the draft and the fact that marijuana is, okay in the nfl and he's been ready colorado just yep. that, it, better he's more fun. ready to go he's ready to go because well do you know why he spurned the cowboys did you hear the reason um no what was do it? you remember when joey bosa was trying to sign his deal as a rookie and they had that weird language in there that was holding oh, up yeah. the contract yeah. they use the same language where if he gets a fine for anything it could be like a unnecessary ref, unnecessary roughness, they could void out guaranteed money of his contract. Remember, Leonard Fournette had the same thing where the Jags were trying to void out his contract. And I think they were successful because he had like a, a fine from the team or some bullshit. That's same, why he left. Same thing with Roquan, but I Roquan think Roquan too. Exactly. Good, good point, Juan. Exactly. Yeah. So that got him held up. And the Cowboys, it was the same exact money. And, you know, if I'm a Cowboy fan, I'd be kind of pissed off at, randy gray for leaving but i'd also be pissed off at the cowboys for being like dude why would you just try to slip that in there and like try to get one over on this guy and the cowboys fans perspective you guys gave up two years of this fool's career because you couldn't get his off the field shit right yeah. and you invested him you brought him back you gave him a chance and stuck with them but i think there's just fault on both sides and like you said i want broncos get a hell of a player bradley chubb if he can come back healthy with randy gregory who can do a lot of things super athletic it's just a good pass rusher, man. Like AFC West gets deeper and deeper, man. AFC in general. Yeah. Well, now it's official. Like the AFC West, everyone has a tandem. Chargers got Bosa and Mac. Raiders got Jones and Crosby. Denver has Gregory and Bradley Chubb. And the Chiefs, they got a little duo too. They got Chris Jones and Frank Clark. They probably got the weakest one, honestly. 
But I don't know. <laughs> interior pressure is really important. I know. I mean, Chris Jones is really good, but Frank Clark's kind of. Eh, eh. He has his moments. That's that's yeah. definitely for sure. Exactly. Do you want to stay in the AFC or do you want to go to the NFC? I wanted to talk about the Rams real quick, just because we talked about Von Miller. Yeah, let's do uh, it. Whitworth retired. I don't think that's when you're a 40 year old tackle. I feel like that's pretty much the next step. Yeah. And that's going to hurt their team. They signed Joe Noteboom to a contract, but they got Allen Robinson today. Three years, $45 million deal. What do you think was going through Allen Robinson's head when he signed that contract? Uh, Super Bowl. Uh, I was thinking a quarterback who can throw. Yeah. Yeah. From Blake Bortles to Trubisky, who's often not as bad as people say, to Nick Foles. To whoever that the hell Justin he started, Fields, you know, Justin Fields. I mean, come on, Justin Fields ain't that <laughs> guy know. yet. I know, but, but he's like, I'm gonna get a creative offense. I'm gonna get some stats I haven't had since that one year, and I, I like the move by the Rams. Again, they're like, you know, we're not gonna be passive, and that pretty much this means Robert Woods is gonna be gone. They want they want to bring back Odell, but you know he's gonna come back later in the season. Yeah. I love the move, man. I love what the Rams did right there. They still yeah. need to shore up their O line though, because when Whitworth leaves, one pretty bad because he's a really good left tackle another situation where the cap doesn't fucking matter uh <laughs> yeah the Rams yeah. find more money laying around their freaking brinks truck it, it doesn't it really doesn't um i i love the move stafford i i can already see like a little kenny galladay uh comparison to how it's gonna be oh i like that one i like that yeah one. big body big body guy um, Cooper Cup and him are going to be fantastic. I love the fact that a lot of these players, they're not really going to places that are giving them the most money. I mean, some of them, yeah, you got the Christian Kirks and the Jaguars just throwing fucking cash at anyone. But still, but, he's still like Trevor Lawrence one. It's not like he went yeah. to the Jets. We're going to freaking start Joe Flacco. Right. But let's just be real. You know, it's a lot of money for a guy in Christian Kirk. Let's just put it in perspective. No, I, mean, I think we, we I think we put it in perspective, but yeah. still part one of the podcast, right? But I love the fact like Aaron um, Robinson and even Devontae Adams and a guy that I want to talk about, Marcus Williams. Marcus Williams, one of the most underrated safeties out there, who signed with Baltimore for not that much money. Do you have the contract details on that one? Because I know he's not he's not resetting it's five the market. For seventy. I didn't get anything specific though. Yeah, that's not resetting the market at free uh, at free safety. It's a you know it's a good amount of money, but he could have got a lot more if he probably like went to like the Jets, you know. <laughs> and I, I love the I love the fit with Baltimore with Marcus Williams. Um, they haven't had a a rangy guy since Earl. Since Earl Thomas, when he first got there, they need him. And Marcus Williams is fucking solid, dude. They need speed. He's really good. On. He's going to yeah. definitely help the area of speed. They were going to sign Zadarius Smith, but he backed out of their contract, which is yeah, weird. weird. I guess if you're an edge rusher, it's going to get a little weird for your contract. No. And then they signed Morgan Moses one, and they brought back Michael Pierce. So they still got the big boys up front. But like you said, they, need, they needed a free rangy safety, one who was speed. One who's been underrated because he made a terrible play in a playoff game where Stephon Diggs, the Minnesota miracle happened on him. He's a really good safety. That one play doesn't yeah. define him. I know it was awful. He was really good that season one. He's been really good every, every season since. Yeah. 
I, I really like that signing by by the Baltimore Ravens. Um, a guy that got cut and ended up signing probably quicker than than you can get out the post that he got released. Miles Jack ended up signing with the Pittsburgh Steelers, and to me, this. I mean, this is Pittsburgh Steelers written all over a kind of player. And it it makes me go crazy that a quarterback like Deshaun and, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo and all these other quarterbacks, the fact that they're rolling with Trubisky, it's just like, who doesn't want to go to Pittsburgh? They're getting guys like Miles Jack. It's just like great organization, man. I love the signing. I love it because... They have some question marks with Devin Bush as far as number one health. And when he was on the field, he wasn't all that amazing. And I was very high on Devin Bush. But I think they're starting to backtrack. And I think the signing of Miles Jack is kind of confirming that. Jack's been one of the best linebackers since he entered the league one. He was a stalwart on their defense with Telvin Smith. I think we made a when they signed um, the guy, uh, Alulakwe. We were like, damn, is this Telvin Miles 2.0? And then right after he got cut, Miles Jack and Pittsburgh swooped up eight, uh, two year, $60 million deal, not outrageous money. Yeah. Do you think there's maybe a reason they cut him was one, he probably had been malcontent because they'd suck for yeah. the last five years, but maybe there's something with the knee going on. Cause you remember he fell in the draft yeah. bad because he had an arthritic knee and we've seen Jalen Smith kind of fall off a cliff. And I, I really don't want that to happen to Miles Jack. And Miles Jack was way better than Jalen Smith ever was. But maybe that's why they cut him. Because if I'm the Jags, why would you cut that guy? He's really freaking good. And if he's really good, like if he's the Miles Jack we think he's going to be, just adds a piece of that defense. And maybe Devin Bush can kind of get back to where he was the first year, first two years in the league. This yeah. defense is good. And they're talking about adding Honey Badger one. Watch out for Pittsburgh. Like you said, I don't Sheesh. think a lot of quarterbacks don't want to go there. Is Mike Tomlin an able? I don't think so. He's pretty awesome, it seems like. They signed James Daniels, one of the best interior linemen in football, in my opinion. I just think it comes back to Max that some franchises are just, you know, kind of realizing it faster than others. And I don't, I think that's a negative on Pittsburgh. I just, I don't think. Are they just not sexy enough? I no, I don't think the light bulb is going off in their head right now to this all in for two or three years when you're in a position where you have a great roster, like you see all these teams doing it. I think everyone's kind of catching on not to the extent of the Rams of giving up all your picks, but a sense of going all in because you got one or the one or the other, where you either got a quarterback like Justin Herbert, that's under a rookie contract and he's really good. So you got to take advantage of it. Or a situation like Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes where you have these superstar quarterbacks where you have this window where just sign people, just get draft picks, whatever it is, just accumulate talent because your window is smaller than you think. So shrink it down to don't worry about five years from now. Worry about this year and next year at the most. And I think a lot of a lot of teams are are having that light bulb go off. And I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are still in the conservative moment 
of saying, oh, you know, we have a great team, but do we really want to mortgage our future for a quarterback? You know, let's just roll with Trubisky and see how it goes in the draft. That's very conservative. And I think that's the only negative about it. I think I think really the smart teams are getting it. Like they're doing it this season. You see so many teams. But if you're Deshaun, you consider the freaking Browns before right. the Steelers. And if right. you look at the division, and I'm not trying to disparage the Ravens, the the Bear, uh, the Browns, or the Bengals. The Bengals came out of nowhere. So I'm not saying that, wow, there's some power. Wow, this could happen again. The Ravens, they've been pretty good, but there's a lot of questions about this team. It's not like this is so, the AFC West one. It's not like, damn, we got four top 10 quarterbacks in our division. What the hell are we going to do? You have one. They have two. Excuse me. You have two. And one's kind of weird because Lamar's not really the passer that a lot of the top 10 quarterbacks are. So if you have a chance to add Deshaun and you F up your team for two years in the draft, why not? F it. He changes your team. And I understand you might lose him for a suspension because all the civil stuff and all that crap. And you had Big Ben. But I'm pretty sure Pittsburgh will fall in love with Deshaun after one year, especially after what they've got with Big Ben. And Deshaun's been a pretty good dude. I know it's hard to say that with everything that's happened to him. But like you said, maybe it's just Pittsburgh. They're too conservative. They're an archaic franchise. This is how we do things. We're not going to change. Look how successful we've been. And, I mean, they're kind of right in a sense. They've won, what, six Super Bowls? Yeah. Doing it their way. And I'm not just saying Deshaun Watson specifically. because No, I mean, just top-tier quarterback. That's what I mean. I just used him because he's the one right now. We we're not close to sources. We know the same information as everyone else out there, and it can be a simple max that we don't know. Like Deshaun just doesn't want to go there. Like he doesn't want to live in Pittsburgh. But Brian Flores is as simple as that. Though that doesn't make any sense. I know, right? I know it's weird. It's weird. I find it really weird that the fact that they got Mitchell Trubisky, and I know it's like value signing. Like you know, it's not the worst thing, but man, like. I just don't understand why they're not a big hot commodity. It's it's confusing to me. And before we get into the Deshaun, ah, fuck it, we'll get into Deshaun. No, no, no. Ah, can we can we can we stay in the division real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? Can we talk about Baker and the Browns? Oh yeah, and then we'll transition to them. Yeah, it'll be so, perfect. Because yeah. so they come out and say the the Browns are on the list of Deshaun. It was the Browns, Carolina, Atlanta. Saints, and Atlanta. Right, those yeah. four. Yes. Joey, Niners aren't in there. I'm sorry to fucking tell no, you right now. D- did you say Carolina? Yeah, I say Carolina. Okay, yeah. Because Joey goes, oh, he's on one of the teams. I'm like, no, he's not. Stop that right now. Don't don't get your hopes up, Trey Area. But okay, yeah. so the Browns are there. They're like, well, yeah, we, we went to Sean. And then Baker writes this letter saying, Cleveland, here's where my heart and head is. Like, yeah. la, la, la. I, I thought know. it was a done deal when I seen that. I, when I saw that, I was like, oh, my God, Baker, my guy. Yeah. Where are you going to make your fucking commercials? <laughs> Whose house is it? <laughs> Whose house? Are we in for the like NFL superstar, even though he's not a superstar, to come in fat, out of shape? Baker can be a little husky sometimes. I feel like husky. Baker could be husky. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't go to that extent of James Harden, you know, fat suit. But <laughs> w- <laughs> you said fat suit. I would definitely say this. I think the reports coming out of him quote-unquote, being un- immature in a sense where they said they want an adult at quarterback. That's basically saying, like, he's immature. 
Oh, and I think Baker? that's the guy who yeah, grabs it, his crotch and talks to a lot of shit. I mean, I feel like this right. is part of who he is. He's just like brash. I I just think it's it's done, dude. And <sighs> the talent is there. The talent is there with Baker. Like, I really do think he can still be a, a great quarterback in this league. We've seen it for stretches. He was good but, in the playoffs against the Chiefs. He was really yeah. good. Yeah. But I just think his maybe a fresh his, start would be best. Yeah, I would say his outlook on things is just questionable. You know, it's not that he's a he's a dumb guy. I don't think he's dumb by any sort of the imagination. I just think he doesn't get it yet. Like he's not fully there with how to deal with things and you know how to respond to the you know like you know during the season how like his wife tweeted out and saying like you don't know how hurt he is and all this yeah and he has I'm, some weird running with a member of the press seriously do you think the commercial have anything to do with it just taking the focus <laughs> off football i'm not even trying to be funny yeah i don't know i mean maybe he'll be a great hollywood guy if football doesn't work out you know he's great in those commercials but <laughs> he's not great <laughs> um yeah, it's over for Baker. Uh, I would love to see him in Indy, but but the reason why I, the reports that are coming out that you know he wants to go to Indy or whatever the case is, I just heard talks about him going to to the Colts. I don't think it will happen because his character. Like you want to talk about having an adult at quarterback, the Colts are all about culture. Like they Baker. get sounds they great. get. Yeah, they get high character guys. And I think it's a big reason why they kind of moved off of Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz probably not in in public. He's not a brash kind of guy like Baker Mayfield, but the reports I heard coming out of Indianapolis about Carson Wentz, that's some it's some toxic shit. Like he wasn't listening to coaches. But don't you think it's weird though how when he left and who were we talking about? What court, like when Russ left, no one said anything. Except for right. I think DK Metcalf. Darius Leonard, Michael Pittman, like a bunch of guys are like, we're gonna miss you, Wentz. Which is yeah. it's just weird. So maybe he's just not a coachable quarterback, and that stuff right. goes back to Philadelphia. Yeah, kind of. You know, maybe Doug Peterson got into his head, like you know what, like the coach is not always right. Sometimes you need to do it yourself, kind of thing. Like go fucking uh, go Rover. <laughs> yeah, Carson Wentz can go Rover one. Yeah, I think, I think okay, Rover like we're getting off much. the rails. Go, let's let's, <laughs> let's hit Deshaun. Oh man, so Deshaun, it's down to two teams. It's down to uh, Atlanta and New Orleans. All right, part two point five, man. As you guys can see, it's a different day, different location. I'm not even at home. I got the AirPods in. I'm working with the. With the camera on my phone, Max and one cast priorities, bro. Deshaun Watson, Cleveland. This asshole had to really make us re-record this whole segment. We had an old segment talking about he was either going to Atlanta or New Orleans. Dude, fake fucking news. Because I thought Cleveland was out. Cleveland's back in, and they wanted up landing a superstar quarterback cleveland finally has a franchise quarterback max what the hell is going on in the world these days you didn't they pass on him in the draft twice or was it one twice time? no i think twice yeah for 
Uh, Miles Garrett. No, no, they passed on him. They took Garrett. I think is what they did. They took Garrett, and then they and passed then on him. No, that was the year after. But basically, oh, okay. Cleveland writes the wrong. They get their guy. It was a huge trade, a superstar ish trade. Just and it's the guy who hasn't played football in a year, and he got a bag to go with it. One. Do you want to get into the details first, and then we'll break down the trade? For those of you watching, you can see on the screen the trade, but for the audio listeners, Cleveland gets Deshaun Watson, and they give the Texans three first-round picks, a third-round pick, and a fifth-round pick, Juan. Wow. Dude, like, what the what the hell is the NFL turning into, bro? I guess it's, the NBA. It's the nuts. NBA. This, this is by far the craziest offseason ever. It's fucking insanity. Not to mention when we saw a trade yesterday, for your Raiders trade for Devontae Adams, and the price was a little low because, like we talked about, they had to pay him. Well, they paid Deshaun five years, <laughs> $230 million, all guaranteed. Oh, He's going to make $184 million the first four, year of this, first four years of this contract. Dude, I, initial thoughts on the trade one. I just think it's a win-win. I don't think either team really like i don't think there's a loser maybe the loser is just the afc in general because or maybe the nfc because there's another good quarterback in the afc but for the texans this guy was never going to play for you again right. you were kind of at a disadvantage with your roster you add a bunch of first round picks to build around davis mills who was surprisingly good as a rookie and the browns they have a guy who won i think changes the culture because like whether you want to admit it or not for all his faults and good, Baker Mayfield changed the culture of the Browns. They were bad last year, and they were seven and nine. What has been bad for a Cleveland fan in the last ten years? Two and four, five right. and eleven, two two and fourteen. Excuse me, but you get what I mean. Baker did help this team. They're going to trade Baker probably with the Colts, from what everyone indicates. And I'm pretty sure the Browns are going to honor his trade request. Now they have Deshaun Watson. I'm just going to guess. Go out on the limb. I mean, the first initial reaction, usually, in my opinion, the team that winds up getting the player wins the trade more often than not, you know. But in this particular case, man, I just – I feel like the Texans got a lot for – and I, I understand Deshaun Watson as the player, and you take out what has happened. I mean, yeah, they got a, a potential top five quarterback, franchise quarterback. But three first-round picks and then the top it all off. This is not no regular contract we're used to seeing. This is fully guaranteed, Max. This is the first guaranteed contract ever in NFL history. I think besides what, Kirk Cousins? Yeah, so, but this so is it's the second or the third. And Kirk Cousins, yeah. this is twice the money you got, bro. So – Obviously, Kirk Cousins the loser of this. Kirk Cousins' <laughs> agent just got shot on. Deshaun Watson's agent, great job getting that bag for your boy. What did Kirk Cousins get? Like eighty million, eighty-four million for three years, and then they gave him another year fully guaranteed, and then they gave him another year. So I mean, he might get one hundred fifty, but also this is a guy who, like I said, who hasn't played football in a year one, and you just said they gave up a lot for him. We talked about it last night. We've always said draft picks are a little more special when they're draft picks. In yeah. five years, if I'm like, hey, here's here's what the trade was. Uh, Larry Ogunjobi, Xavier Rhodes, and 
I don't know who's a decent like Colt Miller. No. Who wins? Who wins the trade? Yeah, the guy who got the superstar. The superstar quarterback, and those are three good players. Right. But it doesn't matter unless you get three superstars with those three first round picks. Which let's be real, it's not likely you're going to swing yeah. and miss more than likely than not. But I just think it's a win win because this guy was never going to suit up for you. Yeah. The Browns got their guy who can change the franchise. Dabo Sweeney said he was Michael Jordan coming out in the draft. And I think we've seen with Deshaun one, it doesn't really matter how good the team is. He kind of gives them a chance to win. No, most definitely. I mean, on the, on the field, I mean, it works. Uh, you got Amari Cooper, who is still very talented, as much criticism as we give him. You got a top five running back. You got arguably the best offensive line in football. And the defense, hey, maybe on paper they're good and on the field they, they struggle, but they still have a top three pass rusher in the league in Miles Garrett. They have a superstar on defense at the end of the day and a great corner in Denzel Ward. So hopefully they can get it all together and figure it out on the defensive end. But as far as the team-wise, out of the all the teams that were on the table who – by my knowledge, was Carolina, Atlanta, New Orleans, Cleveland, and I think that's it, right? I think those were really the four teams who were that in the was mix. it. And Cleveland one was the first team that got dismissed initially. They said, and yeah. then it was Carolina, and now he had a pick between Atlanta and the Saints, and then he goes back to Cleveland, which is odd. But like you said, when you laid it out, they have a good roster, and I think this move. Kind of propels them back to contention in the AFC uh, North. Loaded. They're loaded. Baltimore, for all for as much as I like them, they have some holes. They have a quarterback question in Lamar if they're going to extend them. I would I would assume they would. But now if you're Lamar, you're like, hey, look, this guy hasn't played football in a freaking year. I've won an MVP. I've been really good, and you're not going to give me the money like this. Joe Burrow's really good. Pittsburgh's in limbo with their QB, but this puts them back on the map, puts them back in it. This raises yeah. the ceiling of the team. With Baker, you maybe get to a playoffs. I yeah. think Deshaun raises the ceiling of this team to like a championship, like a yeah. NFC champ, AFC championship, maybe a Super Bowl berth. And you said last year, one, the why aren't the Browns doing what the Bengals doing? Why couldn't they? Because the quarterback, right, right, yeah, Baker was holding them back. All the immature stuff. We just talked about it in our previous pot. Our pre- well, this podcast. This podcast. You know, yeah, I know, in this podcast. But I just think what what kind of fits, too, is this is not the first time Cleveland has gotten a player like Deshaun Watson in this sense with all the legal issues. This is a team that picked up Kareem Hunt with all the stuff going on with him, with kicking his girlfriend. The whole Deshaun Watson situation, even though it's dropped, I think there is a possibility out there that he could get suspended for some games. And that what brings it to me is like, that's alarming. I think that's alarming in a sense where we're like, I think it's a question mark. I don't know what to believe from Deshaun Watson. I don't know what his character is. Before this, I would say Deshaun Watson was a pretty fucking – great stand-up dude like a plus all around character wise but this does bring a question mark and it's fucking scary the fact that cleveland went all in 
for a guy in Deshaun Watson in this kind of way. It's one thing to give up draft picks. They're not the first team, and they're not going to be the last team to do this. But as far as the contract goes, fully guaranteed $250 million? It's fucking astronomical money, Max. It is fucking insane. And I feel like that's the biggest all-in move I have seen. Because if he winds up, like, if the character doesn't work out, you're fucked. There's no releasing him. There's no getting off the books with him. You are stuck with him for six years. But I mean, that's the position I think they want to be in. I think they're going to hitch their wagon to the guy. I mean, let me rephrase that. I don't think they are. They did. They hitched their wagon to Deshaun. No. So they probably know more about the case than we do. And if he has to be suspended six games, I think they're okay with that because if you're a Browns fan or maybe a person in the Browns organization, you just got to think back to Tim Couch, Johnny Manziel, Jason Campbell, the (laughs) Brandon Whedon, all those guys. And there hasn't been a team with more quarterback dysfunction the last 25 years in the Browns. And they've saw an opportunity. We all thought Baker was the guy after one year. We're like, damn, Baker's the best quarterback. He, I think Baker's he was the answer. The yeah. One year, Freddie Fat Boy always in the kitchen. <laughs> We're all like, eh. And then he was good last year. They won a playoff game with Baker. Let's not forget he played well. Yeah. This year was played a mixed well. bag. I, I know he had the shoulder. Yeah. But they're, I think they're done trying one. They're like, fuck it. We'll give up a little extra if we have to for a guy who hasn't played. We'll give him the guaranteed contract. We're going to establish a culture in Cleveland. They kind of had the culture there. He solidifies it. If he's the good dude like I thought he was. But like I said, we have to wait and see because even if he didn't do it, he did something to, to 22 women that put them in the position to f- form a complaint about you. And I'm not saying anyone's innocent or guilty. I don't know. I wasn't there. Neither were you. But right. it's it's very it's a red flag when you have 22 women bring up cases against you. Yeah. And when you have when you're paying a guy that much money, it's crazy because a lot of teams were just simply out on him just from like they didn't care. They they wrote them off their board. And let's talk about the other teams that were involved in this because I think it's warranted that we have to. On a Carolina standpoint, this is what I heard that was reported, which you can't believe reporting these days, it seems like, because every report that comes out is fucking, f- like, false as shit. <laughs> Carolina didn't want to guarantee the third and the fourth year. That was the reason why he he crossed off Carolina. But if you're a Carolina fan, one, can you be mad at the organization for wanting that? Like, no. is that is that request out of the realm of possible? Like, is that a request so ridiculous to make of Deshaun Watson in this current state of his like, career? No, not at all, not at all. And I think a town like Carolina doesn't have as much leeway to bring a guy like that with his history to the team and to the city. I don't think the fans will respond as gracefully as Cleveland would. Like Cleveland, like I said, they brought a guy in Kareem Hunt already. Like it was fine. Even, no one even no Baker one, one, even though he didn't do anything bad, but just the brashness, he was very disliked. They didn't care. They were like, we're gonna bring him in here. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it's just it's kind of 
I think, yeah, because it, it is the truth of it because some teams simply with that kind of history of that, it's an automatic cross-off. Like, for instance, I know with the Raiders, guys who have domestic violence history at all, Mark Davis is not going to sign them. He doesn't care how good they are. He's not going to do it. Why? Because he's really good friends with Fred Belitnikoff, the Hall of Famer, wide receiver from the Raiders. His daughter winded up dying from domestic violence, and Mark Davis supports that. So there's just some teams that are just have a no-tolerance policy. You know, some other teams, they're, open, they're more open than others. I would say, like, yeah. the Kansas Cities of the world, the Clevelands, the Seattles. Philadelphia, you know, in a sense. Philly. I mean, we took Michael Vick after the yeah. dogfighting stuff. We've exactly. There's always teams, and I guess that would be Kansas right. City now because Andy Reid. There's always teams that will take the baggage for the talent. And when you're super talented like Deshaun Watson, you'll get more chances than a guy like me who sucks at football, who has baggage. <laughs> exactly. No one will ever touch me. I don't suck, yeah. but you know I'm not an NFL player. I'm in no. <laughs> you long. You'll be my long. Chico long snapper if I ever took it up. But like, <laughs> do you want to get into some? I think we kind of talked about winners and losers. Do you want to have anyone else you want to add to it real quick? Oh well, obviously the Atlanta Falcons. They fumbled the bag. Uh, I, I felt like. They probably didn't go all in for. Do you Deshaun think Watson. the Matt Ryan just having him there kind of made everything way too complicated? Yeah, more difficult, you know, with him like, oh, we got to put a stop to your bonus, and I think it's already on the table that he's going to end up leaving. He's probably going to go to Indy, as far as the reports that I heard. Who knows? Wow. Like I said, I mean. Reports are fucking false these days. I think a loser of this trade is just any reporter who had a take on this and just even us to a certain extent for like, you just can't believe any of the shit that comes out of people's mouth. You could reference Kyrie. I want to be in Boston. No, you don't. James Harden, Philadelphia was my number one preference. Okay. The first time you got traded there, you requested a trade from Houston. Where'd you go? Brooklyn. Right. So don't feel me that line of bullshit. It's getting out of hand, honestly. Just the the false. Well, I think going I on. think these agents and players and managers and whoever's a part of it, and NFL teams are so good at sp- spinning the narrative. So the ones who want to lay in the shadows can, and they just right. leak shit all the time. Yeah, it's just bad. And another another winner for the trade is just AFC quarterback acquisitions for this offseason. <laughs> Rust of the Broncos, uh, Deshaun Amari, to the Browns, Amari Cooper. He's a winner. He got himself a quarterback. Yeah, big time winner. Nick Chubb. Maybe he'll have some Nick easier Chubb. boxes to deal with. Yeah. And just, I mean, Cleveland Brown fans in general, like you said, the whole not having a quarterback. Besides, I, the, the only other organization that I can think of that hasn't had a quarterback is Chicago. And that's why they're dying to have Justin Fields to be the guy. But Cleveland's right there with them. They have never had a guy since – what uh bernie kozar bernie kozar yeah that was winning playoff games you know so that was a long time ago um who else the saints uh what are your thoughts on the saints not getting him i would have loved to see if sean payton hadn't retired if he would be more willing and open to go there but maybe just he saw the salary cap and it was just maybe he didn't want to play with can't guard mike he didn't he didn't know how to throw slants for 50 plays a game. I just don't – I honestly never felt like the Saints were a true player just because they didn't really have assets unless they wanted to give up all their first-round picks. And even then, right. 
their team's not in an amazing spot. Like, I feel like their team's more on the decline than people want to give them credit for, especially offensively. Yeah. And so this is the last question I want to ask you. If the Sean didn't have an option as far as the trade clause and between Carolina, Atlanta, New Orleans, and Cleveland, if you, the Texans, had a choice of obviously picking the best package, who would you pick? Because I'm going to tell you who I'll pick. I'm picking the Falcons. I heard they were going to give up A.J. Terrell in that package. I would have wow. took that heartbeat. Yeah, that's what I heard. I probably would have went with Carolina because I'm pretty sure they could have got a lot out of David Tepper because he's just so ready for a quarterback to Desperate. come to his team. Yeah. So that's what I probably would have went with. I didn't think the Browns were ever going to pull the trigger. I thought they were too linked to Baker. and It's not that Baker's good, but when you draft a guy one overall one and you're just like, we got to prove that this guy's the guy, and maybe it's a little different because John Dorsey's not there. If John Dorsey was there, they probably would have never done this because he would have said, I, tr- I picked Baker one. I know he's the guy and all this bullshit. So that's what I would probably go with Carolina. No. It's crazy, dude. The NFL is fucking nuts. We'll see. We'll probably do a part three for you guys, but uh, we'll kick it back to our old selves and the old podcast and say bye yeah, to we'll, you guys. We'll be today. in our respected dungeons. And one before yeah. we go, I have a quick one. What's, What's your up? favorite trade so far? Russ, Deshaun, or Devontae? Uh, obviously the Devontae. I well, mean, I know, I but mean, I'm saying if you weren't a Raider biased asshole fan. Like, which one do you think sent the most waves through the NFL? Oh, the most most waves Watson, but my favorite one that you know makes a lot of sense. And as much as I hate it, Khalil Mack, it's a fucking steal. Oh, I didn't even include him. Wow, yeah, yeah, that's a. Steal. We've had four trades, and the trades we're used to in the NFL. And I'm sorry, I'm going yeah. a little tangent. Remember when Brandon Marshall got traded? It's like, oh, here's a third for Brandon Marshall, who's still yeah. at like the top of his powers. Right. Look how different this shit is, dude. Just yeah, imagine. It's Trading Randy Moss in his prime when he's not like, quitting on a team. No offense. Since we're going on a fucking rant, I, I want to because I said this last night and I wish we could have had this conversation a little bit more. Um, I think this proves my point of what I was saying last night to you off air. I was saying I think a lot of teams are figuring like having this light bulb go off on this all in mentality. And I think draft picks are going to slowly but surely lose their value for a lot of teams. I think what me and Max were talking about, like, dude, it's a hit or miss in the draft. These are not for sure. It's like what you what you said in the beginning of, of, of this clip with Deshaun. It's like, yeah, that pick can either be a fucking bust in Mitch Trubisky or it can be a solid player in Denzel Ward. You know, it's a it's a hit or miss, bro. And I think the notion of these draft picks are so fucking valuable is just going to start decreasing because you're going to see more teams like the Chargers, like the Raiders, like Cleveland, like the Rams, like the Bucks. These teams who I truly believe is going to translate into wins and it's going to start a huge trend in the NFL. Because it's, I think it's smart, dude. As long, and I'm going to say this, as long as you got the quarterback, you can do this. Obviously, if you're in a rebuild mode and you don't have a quarterback like the Houston Texans, yeah, that makes sense. 
you obviously have to rebuild. But I think this notion of kind of like what the Steelers are, who we kind of talked about it in this podcast, I don't think that's the way to go. I think it's smart to be aggressive, pay some money, and the salary cap's going to go up. Like we said, just kick that can down down the road every single year. Your window is so small. Your window's not six years anymore. You got to think your window when you have a quarterback is two years. Think of it as a two-year window. Don't think so far ahead because that's how small these windows are for the NFL teams. And one, like you said, with the draft picks being devalued, the only I would say the NBA is like that, and I think that's where the NFL's kind of trending towards. The only difference is there's no small market NFL team. And what I mean by that is Green Bay small market. Right. But they are willing to spend they're still spending their cap. They're not just hanging out with eighty million dollars in cap space yeah. every year. You don't you don't necessarily have an Oakland A's like in baseball. Yeah, or you don't you have don't you don't play. have the Oklahoma City Thunder. Right. You don't have a team that's just like, oh, we're just gonna hit it out of the park with our picks. It's like no. Every team in the NFL can get big free agents. It doesn't matter. It's not like the NBA where Oklahoma City could offer you $150 million and the Lakers will offer you $100 million and you'll go to the Lakers. NFL, more times than not, those guys chase the money, even if it's a million dollars more. And that's why the NFL has teams that randomly pop up out of nowhere like the Cincinnati Bengals. And that's why it's a more balanced league. You never know who's yeah. going to win the Super Bowl. And in, in basketball, we know there's four teams every year. Right. Football's like, damn, who's this? Oh, the Chiefs are the team? Oh, my, they look like trash. Oh, they're bad. Yeah. yeah. Get these proven commodities, man. I think it's the wave, man. Get uh, Chandler Jones. Pay him some money. Get uh, Khalil Mack for a second-round pick. The second-round pick that you get, most likely, is not going to be a Khalil Mack. And like you, know? you said, one, no draft picks a for-sure thing. Trevor Lawrence was a for-sure thing. Till he Look, wasn't right exactly and that's not that's not saying he won't be a great player but i'm saying after his rookie year a lot more questions than when he came out of the draft right i think that's a great way to end it dude we'll see you guys uh we're gonna fast forward peace i want to end the podcast here max we'll spend about four or five minutes here and we'll and we'll wrap it up any teams out there that you think are doing a bad job right now in free agency. Like they should be out there signing guys or you don't like the way things are going. So basically like, I, like winners and losers of free agency. After Not really. Cause it's not over yet, but as far as this far, cause to uh, a team that I can think of off bat, what do you think about the Cowboys? Not I was doing just going to say that. I, I feel like guys. they're, they're losers. They've lost Randy Gregory because they try to slip in some details. They haven't really signed anyone. I would say, wow, they cut Leo Collins. What is this O line going to look like for a quarterback that's been really banged up the last two years? Yeah, and just like I'm not the really fact sure, that man. they're it just—it just seems like they have no direction. Which shocker one? The Cowboys can't figure out what they want to be. I don't know who they want to sign. I don't know if it's the fact that they're cutting all these guys, Amari. And well, I know he didn't get cut, he got traded, but Amari, Lyle Collins, all these guys are off the team. You would expect a big signing to come, but who out there are they gonna sign for huge money? Like 
who are they going to sign? Teron Armstead? That's probably the guy out there but that's going to get the most amount of money. Fit. It's like, right. are you going to kick Tyron out to right tackle when you can't even stay healthy? Yeah, and I mean, I don't think Teron Armstead's going to play right tackle. Like, they signed Michael Gallup, which made sense. But I, truthfully, man, it just seems like the Z contract is just hampering them so badly. And the deck. And the deck. I mean, he's worth it more than Zeke. At least he can right. be productive. It's just like this team needed to get better. It had holes. I think they were a team that feasted on the week. Did their defense get better? I don't really say it did. I feel like they've just stagnated if got or got a little worse. The old line's gotten worse, which is kind of they lost two starters. Right. Yeah, it's weird, dude. And then another team to look at who we kind of like skipped over. We talked more about the Raiders and we'll end it with them. The Packers. What do you think about the Packers, dude? And I got this little clip to show Aaron Rodgers his reaction to Devontae getting traded. Hey, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> I just had to throw that in. No, no but on a serious, on a it serious makes sense, note. though. It's pretty yeah. in line with what I'd be thinking if I was him. They said he knew he was not going to play again for Green Bay. They just lost a huge part of their offense. This is a team in win-now mode. So I guess you have two first-round picks this year. Yeah. And some extra money, you say, by not signing him because they're in cap hell, but you're trying to win a championship, so what the hell do you care if you're in cap hell? Another thing I mean, to to note, Max, you got to pay those first-round guys. Like, like Jair's still coming money up, on like the you book. said, Rashawn Gary's coming up. Darnell Savage is coming up. You think you said that last pod, but yeah, they did. They they tried to get Devontae. I'll say that they did try, but he just burned them. It just leaves you with a huge question mark. Like, who the hell's A Rod going to throw to? Freaking uh, Valdez Gantling Lazard. That yeah. sounds awesome, man. Aaron Rodgers, you just, I'm sure you love that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a whole bad situation. And the fact that they paid Rodgers so much money. And they're not going to have anyone at receiver. It's just, I don't know, man. I don't know what they're going to do. They're trying to sign Julio. Um, that they, is putting a bandage on a Right. I don't like the fact that the tight. I mean, I get the Titans cut him. But that trade just looks so stupid. Man, now. You traded a second-round pick for a guy who got you 400 yards, one touchdown, and got hurt. But let's be real. You know trading him, you was going to get hurt at some point. Yeah. It's just a puzzling trade for the Titans now that you think about it. Like, they cut them. They couldn't restructure it all. So you saved $10 million for a second-round pick. That's pretty stupid. Yeah. Oh, man. Who knows what's going to happen, dude. But, yeah, I, I can't believe the Packers lost Devontae Adams. That is That is just insane. I'm looking at the team's one. Do you think Detroit's done a bad job? I think they've they've really done much. They got Chark. Doesn't really like. I I, I, I think the Lions there? are probably because the money. You know, like but, you talked about, we we're seeing guys be smart and take a little less money and be in a good situation. And I feel like Chark was like, I'll take an extra two million dollars to play with Jared right. Goff. You know what? Though, to me, the the Lions are are. A good team, man. And I think this draft, if they knock it out of the park again, they're going to be a quarterback away from being pretty good. And Shit, well, they might be a quarterback this draft. The way they have, they got picks. Yeah. Yeah. 
and I'm excited for the Lions, dude. But another team to look at that was so puzzling, the Patriots. The fact that they just let Shaq Mason go to Tampa Bay for nothing, a fifth-round pick. So you, Tom Brady's got some dirt on Belichick. He's using the black right. for players. It just doesn't make sense. Why would you do that? He's only 28. Your yeah. O-line's the strength of your football team. Why weaken it? I know they have that big dude from Michigan, Owanu, Owenu or whatever. I can't say his name right. But yeah. just why trade Shaq Mason, who's a good guard? It doesn't really – I feel like the Patriots have just gotten worse. And I know yeah. the draft's coming up. You can always get better. But improve your team, when, it, especially the salary cap's not going to be a big deal for you because you have Mac Jones on. Yeah. I know we've talked about the AFC West a lot these last two and a half weeks, week and a half, whatever. My final thought would be for three years since Patrick Mahomes won that first Super Bowl, every team in there has been trying to play catch up with the Chiefs. I think every team is caught up to them in terms of the quarterback position, in terms of talent. No. If you looked at the Broncos three years ago, there's our starting Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Locke, Chargers are starting Tyrod Taylor. They don't even know about Herbert, but they kind of saw the writing on the wall. That's why they took him. And the Raiders have Derek Carr and a bunch of misfits and a bunch of crap around them. And now it's just four teams that could be really good. Yeah. It's it's going to be fun to watch, man. Anyway. Uh, we appreciate you guys rocking with us. Make sure to hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Turn on post notifications for every time we drop videos like this. And you guys will get notified. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you guys get your podcasts. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button on there. Uh, five-star rate us. It really helps us out. Comment down below your thoughts, your opinion, um, anything, bro. It helps out. Uh, appreciate all the support. We love you guys. We'll see you guys in part three. We out. Peace.